Welcome to the inner room, a space where we ponder the inner movements of our heart to find God by finding examples and instructions in daily scripture readings. The emotions in our hearts can help us or hinder us in our spiritual journey. Open your heart, explore your emotions, and align thoughts and emotions with God's plans for you. When we learn to feel and align our emotions, we advance in our prayer life by loving more deeply, remaining in peace more often, and finding courage for the journey of life. My name is Sofia Fonseca de Niño, and a big shout out to my son Marco Niño, producer of this podcast. Sit back or walk with us. You are most welcome here. The first reading today, friends, shows us some very high-intensity worshiping. We are in the book of Nehemiah in the third Sunday in Ordinary Time. And in the eighth chapter, we find a character named Ezra. He is named the priest. He's also named the scribe. And we find another character, Nehemiah, who is actually the title of the book for the reading that we have today. So let us place this reading historically so that we can understand what's happening. The Jews have returned to Jerusalem that had destroyed temple, right? It had a destroyed temple and they have come from exile in Babylon. They've been allowed to return. And this is the role of each of them. Nehemiah is going to be in charge of helping the rebuilding of the walls and the rebuilding of the center of the life of the Jewish people. And Ezra, arriving a little bit later, is going to be the person that restores the actual worship. So today we find them before a law assemble with men, women, and, and children that were old enough to understand and they stand in an open place. They don't have a place to worship inside. That is before the water gates. And he's reading from this book. And if you pay attention, it says from daybreak. So they've all gotten up early. They're already assembled. And they read from the moment the sun rises to, the, to noon, to the middle of the day. And they're all listening attentively to the book of the law. What a difference, friends, from the time that they had left in captivity, where they had grown lax on their ways of worship, when they had basically started worshiping to the Baals. Friends, let us pay attention for ourselves. Are we attentive to take care of the worship that is available for us? Because if we are not doing so with our pastors, our priests, our temples, our own worship, it can be taken away. And we saw it during the pandemic. Did you ever imagine that our churches and temples would be closed? That we wouldn't be able to come in assembly for worship? I remember the many months when all we got to do was pray in the house. We couldn't gather. So this is not a far-fetched thing. We find the people of Israel attentive to the book of the law, to these many hours when it is being read, because they know what it feels like coming from exile to not have this done. Ezra opens the scroll. He's in a wooden platform that has been made. So preparations have been made for this worship. And he's standing higher than the people. 
And everybody stands up as he opens this book, this scroll ceremoniously. And everybody has their hands raised and they're saying amen, amen. And then they bow down and they're prostrating themselves before their the Lord with the faces to the ground. High intensity prayer, high intensity appreciation for the word of the Lord in an open environment. And Ezra is reading and interpreting what is being read and instructing the people, telling them, do not be sad, do not weep. Now let us celebrate. We are back, basically. Let's go eat rich food, foods and drinks. And today is a holy day of the Lord. Friends, this shows us to be mindful that we have places of worship and we have to take care of them and the people that actually participate in the worship because as Psalm 19 tells us, God's words are spirit and life. Are we appreciating not just the places of worship and the word of the Lord being read in them, but that these words are spirit and life for our life. The beautiful words of Psalm 19 say, The law of the Lord is perfect, refreshing the soul. The decree of the Lord is trustworthy. The precepts of the Lord are right, rejoicing the heart. The command of the Lord is clear. He commands us with the first commandment of the ten that Moses gives us to love him with all our heart, our mind, our soul, our strength. And this is the fear of the Lord. It means that he is God and we are not, that he is great and we are not, that his ways are not our ways, but that these ordinances guide us to the truth of life. In the second reading for today from 1 Corinthians, Paul reminds us in chapter 12 that as a body is one but has many parts, so also is Christ, the body of Christ. Each one of us is going to have a part but we are all one. We are one spirit. We are all baptized into one body. It doesn't matter what, where we come from, what our social, economic, political status is. In Jesus, we are one. And that is our purpose, to find where we fit here and how do we connect. On Friday of last week, I left the basketball game for my daughter's which we had a really awesome win against one rival that we hadn't won ever in the last few years. So it was an amazing win. But there was a prayer service, a worship service, with a group called Elijah Rising. Friends, let us pray for the protection of the Lord, for his precious blood to protect us as we pray and intercede, that nothing that is formed against us by the enemy can prosper and that we can be covered in the blood of Christ our families, our possessions, our missions, everything the Lord has given us, our health. Because we were praying and worshiping at this place with a lot of people to pray over several individuals who were going to go out on the streets to pray for uh, and intercede for people that might be in sexual slavery. And they went on Bissonnet to try to bring gifts, socks and um, scarves because it's cold to reach women that are crying out for help. So today, as we see this high worship in the book of Nehemiah, as we see that the law of the Lord is in his words alive and that that spirit is alive, 
in that we are part of the body of Christ, as Paul tells us, in that we have a mission and we're praying to find that mission. Let us pray for the parts of the world that not only do not know Christ, but that they're crying out because they're being oppressed. This reading tells us that we are all part of the body and we all need to take care of finding our part and helping those that might be in a place of hardship. That some of the people in the church are going to be apostles, some are going to be prophets, some are going to be teachers, some will do mighty deeds, some will do healings and assistance and administration and varieties of tongues. So friends, today's, today we're invited to find our place. We're invited to take part on spreading the kingdom. And on Friday, as we were raising our hands and praying in worship with a group of Christians from all denominations and in several languages, we are asking for God's intercession for a part of the body of Christ that either is in danger or a part of the world that doesn't know Christ and needs to be part of, of his body. The, the reading for the gospel today is from the first, the first chapter of Luke. And he begins by describing his purpose. Many have undertaken to compile a narrative of the events that have been fulfilled amongst, among us. We know that Luke has a job. He is a doctor. But he also has taken a job within the body of Christ. He is interviewing the eyewitnesses of the accounts of what has happened. And we know that he interviewed Our Lady Mary the mother of Jesus, because he brings so many details of his narrative. So he says, I too have decided, and those are going to be the words that I inspire you today to take notice of. Friends, have you decided where are you going to take part? Because Luke says, he's writing a letter to Theophilus saying, I'm going to put all the events in order because Jesus is in the power of the Spirit, returns to Galilee and starts his work. And then he comes up to Nazareth where he had grown up. And just like Ezra, friends, he stands in the middle of the synagogue on the Sabbath. He opens the scroll of the prophet Isaiah and he reads, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me to bring glad tidings to the poor, sending me to proclaim liberty to the captives and sight to the blind. And friends, Jesus, in this reading, finds a spot to tell the world his purpose. He knew that clearly. He knew why he came. We were praying on Friday with our hands up at Elijah Rising to bring liberty to the captives. We have found a way to pray with others. My mission is part of spreading the kingdom of God as well. So let us go to the throne today and ask our Heavenly Father to help us find our mission to bring glad tidings to the poor and liberty to the captives. Father, give us courage, give us faith, give us strength, that we may worship as Jesus instruct us with a full heart, knowing that you are the Lord and that you are seeking the hearts of those that do not know you. In the name of Jesus, amen. Hello, this is Sofia Fonseca de Niño, and I welcome you to this inner room. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram under the Inner Room, Emotions in the Bible. And we would love to hear your questions, your ideas, or your comments. Thank you for joining us today.